Adam Driver, dinosaurs, spaceships, cool guns. What could possibly go wrong? Let's break down 65. Hello, movie friends. Welcome back to Raiders of the Lost Podcast, the ultimate film and TV podcast. James and I just saw Adam Driver's new film, 65, and we were left kind of awestruck by how disappointing it was. My hype was through the roof on this movie. It's one of my most anticipated movies of the year, to be honest, going into 2023. I was ecstatic. I love the trailer. Finally, we got a studio outside of Universal making a dinosaur movie. Someone came up with a great idea, finally. What if dinosaurs are on Earth still and we have humans on Earth 65 million years ago? I thought it's an awesome concept. And although they gave away their best part of the film just just immediately immediately yeah. in, in the trailer too yeah uh, we'll talk about i think how they could have marketed it better i still thought it was a great concept great idea it had so much potential but i was really just left super let down it was the potential that really made me disappointed because this could have been a really great sci-fi film and it could have been a top movie of the year i had high hopes because the writers of a quiet place scott beck and Brian Woods. Uh, Brian Woods. They wrote and directed this film. It's their debut as directors. And now I realize that John Krasinski much have, must have really changed that Quiet Place script. Because what happened with The Quiet Place was they it was a spec script written by them. Once John Krasinski got involved in The Quiet Place, he rewrote the script based upon their main sto- original story. So he, I'm sure he, it was kind of similar to something like this where maybe the idea was there, but the the concept was there, but the story wasn't there. And that looks like this is the case in this situation right here. I'm sure the two guys had a green light to do whatever film they wanted. And I'm guessing that Jurassic World success made Sony be like, do we have something with dinosaurs? All right, green light it, green light it. (laughs) Because sometimes when films like this come out and they really... So this film has some really great moments, but they're too far and few between. And in between those great moments is a lot of meh moments and a lot of bad moments. And so I sometimes find myself in theaters watching a film like this and being like how did this get through to production without anyone saying hey this is kind of dumb maybe we should fix this in the screenplay there's so many instances of like like that in this film where i was like i just get shocked sometimes how it goes through the the studio system and nobody nobody wants to change anything and they just start shooting and i i'm the screenplay really is what held that this film back it's got a lot of plot holes and loopholes. It's got great concept and it has excellent moments. You know, yeah. there are some really great moments. Some good scares. Although I think there are too few dinosaurs. And ironically, yeah, we didn't see. We saw some of the iconic dinosaurs. It was cool to get like what the real Velociraptor looked like. That was a cool little They're small, fun yeah. little cameo. This because Velociraptors are tiny, and there's a great hint at that in the Last of Us Part Two, the the game. But like, I, I loved seeing that. I was like, hey, I think that, I was like in the theater. I'm like, that's the actual Velociraptor. It's like two feet tall. Versus Leo in Once Upon a Time. <laughs> Versus what like a real velocir- what velociraptors look like in the in Jurassic, Jurassic Park, yeah. Jurassic World franchise. Let me talk. <laughs> um, I, I, I think say- that- <laughs> I think there were few, too few dinosaurs and too few exciting moments that lasted a long period of time. The action set pieces went on a little, were a little too quick for me. But also, again, these like kind of plot holes. But my my biggest gripe with this right now was. When I saw the trailer, I was really enticed about it just being like this guy crash lands on an alien planet, but there's monsters everywhere. 
and I would have seen the movie based on that. And it wasn't until the end of the trailer, the first time I saw the first trailer, that I saw that it was dinosaurs. Anthony's like, dude, you gotta check out this trailer. I don't want to spoil what it's about, but it seemed like that was the the greatest strength of this film was this great like aha like great twist that we're actually on Earth, and I feel like they could have saved that. With the trailer, they could have made a trailer like seem like Adam Driver's on an alien planet with monsters. You could have done it subtly without people realizing that it's dinosaurs or that it's Earth, actually, 65 million years ago. The title kind of gives it away, obviously. But then the movie, they really just tell you immediately that we're on Earth, which I think was a huge a huge mistake as well for people maybe who didn't see the trailer that were going into this blind because it took away another great twist that could have happened. I mean, you could have had this movie open up the first 10, 15 minutes of them crash landing on this alien planet. Anyone who'd seen the trailer and was excited to see this movie, they still don't know exactly what it's about. But then the reveal of like a T-Rex footprint in the ground makes you realize, holy shit, this is Earth, this is dinosaurs, and then bring the dinosaurs in. I think that would have been the greatest strength. It would have been an awesome twist rather than the opening of... The cliche kid's sick. My wife's like, oh, you have to go off another tour of duty or whatever. What's she sick with? We're not going to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) And then we have, we're told immediately that we're on Earth 65 million years ago. I think that that was such a great strength that they could have used to their advantage to hold that card close to their chest, keep it up their sleeve, and then knock the audience out in 20 minutes being like, yo, we're on Earth and they're dinosaurs. How cool is this? And so I I thought that the concept of the film was going to be... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Adam Driver is a pilot of some spaceship that crashes on a planet accidentally. And my guess was that it went through some kind of wormhole. My guess is that... Well, and this is what it should have been. Yeah, time travel, which is why they ended up on Earth 65 million years prior. But what the film ended up being was just Adam Driver comes from a different planet of humans where they also speak English and they're also evolved to the same kind of stage as humans on earth right now but they don't even call them humans they didn't call them humans and it was ridiculous it's like another planet has nothing to do with earth not even in our solar system or maybe not even in our galaxy definitely not because those are all galaxies yeah different yeah, galaxies. yeah and then they are on a he's piloting a mission uh, does it even say what the mission is he's taking them they never say to arby's I can't we remember. got the meat. He's just a pilot. <laughs> <laughs> he's, just, he's, he's a pilot. So I, yeah. I, so I didn't like how the film, first of all, didn't explain how her daughter, how his daughter was sick and what she was sick with. Also, didn't explain what this job was like. He's like, I have to go on a job for two years. It helps, going to help pay for your medical bills. And when I come back, you'll be, you'll be here and you'll be healthy. Don't even know what the job is. Waste of time. And I didn't like the idea of another planet with, like, humans on it that had no relation to Earth. It, 65 million years ago! I thought it was ridiculous, because it would have made sense. The What would have made this film make really a lot of sense is if he was If It should just open with, he's piloting an uh, exploratory mission, piloting this uh, vessel. They are maybe approaching a wormhole, maybe researching it, get sucked in. Oh, shit, crazy stuff happens. And they exit the wormhole. And crash land on planet Earth 65 million years earlier. 
dinosaurs are here. It, it would have worked or, better where it's like, oh shit, we're on Earth. And that makes sense. If it's humans from Earth, time traveled accidentally, crash landed back on Earth with dinosaurs. That would have been sick. What ends up, this film is basically a survival film. Adam Driver and one other cast member, uh, a young girl he finds who's nine years old, whose parents uh, were part of the mission, so she was along for the ride. She's the only other survivor of the crash. And so he's basically like on this journey with her to reach an escape pod that went off 15 kilometers away. And then their their journey is traveling through this landscape, avoiding dinosaurs left and right, and also the tough terrain. But what would have worked so much better, and I was like thinking this while watching the film, I'm like, it's obvious. It would have worked better if, say, most of the people survived the crash, and then they're stuck on this planet, and they're like, okay, we need to make a base camp, first of all, and try to repair the ship. And so maybe like there's so a bunch of survivors, bunch of survivors, like 20, 30 survivors. Okay. And they're making like a big base camp and like, okay, we're going to repair this and our plan is to leave here and, and whatever, like a month. And then dinosaurs start to <laughs> kill them. <laughs> and they're like, oh shit, there's dinosaurs here. <laughs> that would have been awesome. That would have been really cool. It would have been scary. It would have, I think I just, it just would have been a better story because the two characters trekking along encountering dinosaurs here and there it just it didn't do it for me and it was honestly not what i was expecting at all they get stuck in a cave i'm like why are we doing this uh, 134 hour sequence here like it has nothing to do with 127 hours, 127 hours. <laughs> like come on man like what are we doing here like i thought this was a dinosaur movie and uh, and then we had like those lizard dinosaurs were those real you think probably the, on the four legs probably. it must have been a kind of there's quite a few genus yeah <laughs> Sam Neill over here <laughs> and I just found it the plot to be not at all what I was expected but in a bad way reviews are, are pretty bad for this movie it's a 5.7 on IMDB right now on, on Rotten Tomatoes it's actually a it's a 35% critic score but 64% audience score now I understand that there's room for the shut your brain off be entertained movies and we've talked about that a lot of times how we love actually those shut your brain turn turn you off movies show me something new this movie did give me great characters and and characters were fine the acting was exceptional i mean am driver is gave this movie his all he put it on his goddamn he did back. He act his ass off yeah uh, he did. the young actresses were terrific as well so we had ariana greenblatt as koa and then Chloe Coleman played his daughter, Naveen. Then Naveen's mom was Nika King. Just four cast members in the whole film. But and Adam Driver's Mills. Mills. And Mills. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but like going off your point of like if there were multiple survivors and if it was actually time travel, it actually would make so much more sense. Yeah. I mean, what are the odds that obviously the, the odds of us being here are astronomically At incalcul- this point in time, incalculable? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's incalculable to see us be evolved at this stage of our evolution of, of an animal I mean, of a species on this planet. The formation of Earth went through crazy changes. It was once a giant ice ball, three miles of ice on the above the crust of the Earth at one time. And once a fireball. Yeah. So which is it's just crazy. But then you think like, what are the chances of having a similar species in a galaxy, a distant galaxy? Sure, I'll give you that. But like to have the species be exactly like humans. Yeah. It's silly. It's pretty weird. It's pretty silly. odd. I guess. I guess. I mean, the whole universe is carbon based, so eventually, you know, maybe there was another uh, humanoid. Yeah, yeah, but not exactly another human. planet with the exact kind of elemental yeah. com- components to it. Like yeah, Earth. but I mean, but th- the geography would be different. Uh, the, it's the, just hard to accept. Yeah, it's hard to accept as an audience member that 65 million years ago, humans that are exactly like us 
we're on a different planet, yeah. a different galaxy away. But even though like it's kind of like Star Wars, I guess you could say. Yeah. Suspension of disbelief. I get it. I get it. This movie though, it could it had these moments. Well, Star Wars never shows us Earth. True. So that's why it works. True. We never even know if Earth exists. But it, you're right. It would have worked so much better of people who know what Earth is, people who know what dinosaurs are, even if it's a distant future, like maybe a couple hundred years or even a thousand years and we're traveling, but Earth yeah. still exists. And then they travel back to Earth and they realize that, holy crap, these are dinosaurs. That would have been a crazy reveal, not just for your audience, but also for your characters to go through the, I know where I am. I am on fucking Earth with dinosaurs 50, 65 million years ago. This is crazy. And it could have set up a franchise. If Sony wanted a franchise, you have the the expedition fail and they don't get off the planet. And so they then sequels could be about how they're trying to survive on the planet. And then you could have this be like the early stages of humanity. That could have been interesting. Well, then we'd have superhuman, a, a kind of a completely new thing. Sixty. Yeah, yeah, but years it would have been fun. The first time humanity was on Earth. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> by accident, ancient civilizations. By accident. Yeah, but ancient ancient aliens, ancient civilizations. <laughs> that would have been interesting, and also could have set up the franchise. But another thing that I didn't like about this film was that the big meteor that took out the dinosaurs just happens to be falling right now. And it's going to hit Earth in an hour. It's like, come on! What are the odds? Ticking clock. Come on! It wasn't even cool ticking clock. When, once they showed the meteor, I was like, is that going to be the meteor? The big <laughs> one? And then they, then it was revealed. It was like, oh my god, are you serious? They happened to crash. Asteroid, actually, Anthony. Asteroid. They happened to Much crash better. two hours before the big asteroid. No, no, two like days. A, a day, two, days two days before days. the come big on, asteroid. Come on, get your numbers hit. right. Oh my, dinosaurs dominated the earth for millions of years and it happened to crash at this point in time. I found that kind of ridiculous because the stakes are already high. Just trying to survive dinosaurs, that's enough stakes for me. You don't need to throw in the asteroid. You know what I mean? Because I thought the concept was so cool. And listen, I love crazy action movies. This one, I I was taken out in the first five minutes because of kind of the cliches going on the the sick kid i have to go do this just to provide i guess health care on their planet is super expensive as well <laughs> it's a giant america <laughs> um but then i was locked and loaded when we're on the spaceship and it's crashing i'm like let's yeah. this is awesome i was like, okay now the movie's got the gun yeah. i'm like i'm in let's go he encounters the first dinosaurs but also kind of like unnecessary teases of like when he lands in the lake and he's like knee deep in the water and we have the tales of these giant fish that just don't eat them and never like, show up again you don't have to te- you that it's enough of a tease of just him being in this dark atmosphere and this yeah in this lake and again they could have hid the dinosaurs for the whole marketing campaign they could have hit it entirely just make it seem like it's an alien movie he crash lands with aliens everywhere yeah. and yeah, giant yeah, aliens yeah. and then reveal in the movie to the audience that it's a dinosaur movie the word of mouth would have been absurd and then just well, I would say the footprint was a good moment. Yeah, when he sees the T Rex footprint, but what ha- what the problem was they sh- did a couple of wide shots where he looked at the landscape and you can see a bunch of dinosaurs. And I was like, why are you just overtly showing the dinosaurs? Don't you want to reveal this slowly? And it was like, why are we teasing it with a footprint, but then we're seeing a herd of dinosaurs? Yeah, they they kind of just should have taken the suspenseful approach yeah. of. You know, Jaws of keeping the dinosaurs, monsters hidden for as long as possible. Obviously, bring them in. It's a dinosaur movie. Yeah. And you want also, to see them as much as possible. It seemed un- unnecessary, like kind of inaccurate that so many different types of dinosaurs are just in this one area. Well, I don't know. I'm not a paleontologist. I'm, I'm uh, not- yeah, yeah. I'm assuming. I'm just assuming that they could be her, um, like animals on Earth, where 
they have their own turfs and environments. Well, yeah, they territories, do. territorials. So I found it odd that they encountered so many different. Co- it only works in Jurassic Park because it's a theme park with them all there. But in terms of walking 15 kilometers, would you run into that many kinds of dinosaurs? I disagree with you. I think you would because these are pretty much that they run into only it seems like carnivores uh-huh. versus like running into herbivores. Like the herbivores stay so you, in their sections. Uh-huh. It's that seemed fine to me. Okay. You know, it's a big planet, lush animals. Like dinosaurs were everywhere. But just in a fifteen kilometer walk, you think it's a movie? Got to get them in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Got to yeah. get them in there. I mean, yeah. if you if you it would have to- worked sick if it was just a T Rex. Listen, we're we're city kids. If yeah. you went to uh, undisturbed jungle that hadn't had humanity's footprint on it, like if you went down in Brazil, I'd be dead. I guarantee <laughs> you'd see just as many animals. Dinosaurs. In- <laughs> Just as many animals and insects, if not more, but more cleverly hidden. But you'd probably see just as much of a population. Because, yeah. you know what I mean? We're used to being in the woods yeah. and there's no animals anywhere besides squirrels because they've been driven out by humans. You might be right. But I do think that the tone of their relationship was up and down and kind of wasn't very consistent. Like, the first act of the film, they're they're being chased around and, and terrified of these giant monsters that are coming at them from everywhere. But then they're, like, walking in the w- woods and, like, being playful and throwing berries at each other. I'm like, they're trying, they're trying to, they're getting eaten almost every minute, but like now they're going to hang out and have some jokes. I, I felt that it was a little odd forced. I think yeah. that too forced. They should have just stuck to like kind of a specific tone yeah, yeah. of the relationship to stay consistent with, because it kind of took me out of it. I under I liked by the third act of the film, how they had developed like a really father daughter relationship. And she was kind of basically, he, he took her in basically as kind of not a replacement for his daughter, but he saw his daughter in her and, and looked at her her as uh, being able to be a father figure for her and protect her because yeah. he lost his daughter. He wasn't there for his daughter. So there are actually great character moments like that where his, his we see that she goes through his archives and Mill's daughter slowly suffered and suffered and got worse and worse because he wasn't there for her. And so he's bl- blaming himself and he's feeling guilty for expediting the death of his daughter and he, he probably blames himself for her di- for her dying before he got to her with from this job with the money to be able he, to pay for her medication and health care he doesn't blame her for, he doesn't blame himself for her dying but he blames that she wasn't there for her i, I think, think he blames more, himself because she got worse because he wasn't there maybe because in the video would, she's talking about how like you're not here and it's it's terrible like yeah, why are you i hate possibly you. yeah but i think he more so blames himself that he just wasn't there to be with her more than anything but i think he does i believe say to koa that like i wasn't there and she got worse maybe he could yeah he might have said something like I that i think it's because i think he blames himself but i would say it did get emotional by the end with them too and i i did like where it was going but i just felt like it the whole hour before it just wasn't there for me and it could have been really powerful at the end. Also, the film was so short and so fast that it made it kind of impossible for them to really form a real bond as an audience member just like whizzed by. And it was just like scenes were cut so quickly together. Not much was going on. And I I think the film would have been a lot better if it was two hours long. And then there were just like kind of like silly, ridiculous things like this guy seems to be like an expert survivalist and uh, definitely military background, but like they sleep in a cave and then they're like surprised that there's like a tunnel there that they didn't see before. I couldn't believe that. How did, did they not, did he not see the tunnel before? They heard, they heard a mon- like a dinosaur scream from inside the tunnel. It's like, no, the, uh, yeah, but the, the sensors were going yeah. off. So they fell asleep. Yeah, yeah. He said, this is safe. You're fine. We can fall asleep. I, I have all these antennas around us. <laughs> 
I was like, are these? I like, have these internet routers. I thought they were like lasers or something. And then they go to bed and they wake up because their their alarms going off. Yeah. And then the camera reveals this dark tunnel cave behind them. I'm like, they fell asleep in front of that with monsters everywhere. Did they even check? I was like, wait, what? Where'd this cave come but also, from? But also, it was like the look of surprise on his face. Like, oh, I didn't see this. Like, come on, dude. What are you talking about? Yeah, there were just things like that yeah. that I was... There was a, a lot of head-scratching moments. But again, the potential was there. It had its moments. You it know, has moments. I didn't not have a good time watching I, this movie. I loved the T-Rex reveal. I thought it was really fantastic with the lightning. It was great. Oh, on the other side of the waterfall? Yeah, and when the lightning strikes and reveals it. I, and I knew it was coming. But still, I think that was a really great moment of suspense, and I thought it was a terrific scare. I think this movie definitely would have either worked better, like you said, with a group of people surviving a crash, kind of like The Grey with Liam yes, Neeson. Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's a yes. cool movie. Yes. And, or, or maybe even like a castaway situation with one survivor, Adam Driver by himself surviving. But I think that you're right. If they did a crew survive— The Grey is a great a example. A crew crash landing— and maybe half them survive. You can get a sequel out of this. Yeah. Not that we always we always make fun of studios for always trying to franchise and make sequels, but yeah. it would have had a cool potential to make another franchise out of dinosaur films. And you could have had the new survivors who have just become maybe yeah. adept to this new world, this new uh, building a community, this prehistoric yeah. Earth, and they're now hunters and gatherers. Maybe they have claimed territory themselves. Ancient they, aliens. Yeah, I think that would have been Ancient really aliens. cool. The but gun, I, the technology, yeah. I think, was also. Cool, but also underwhelming. Like, he had this really interesting tech, but also he didn't have binoculars or a scope. He had to pull out, like, this this laptop. iPad. <laughs> yeah, it's like, just to, like, look at vast distance, he, like, had to turn on an LCD screen and, like, point. I'm like, you don't got binoculars, dude? <laughs> just squints, bro. <laughs> no scope on that gun. The gun was a little disappointing, too. I thought it would be cooler. Um, it was just, it just did one thing. I, the I trailer, the trailer, more. the gun looked awesome. Yeah. And, I don't know, I was, just, I was a little disappointed, but I was pretty disappointed about this movie. And also, if you had more characters, you have mom more moments of action and potential for really great gore of a lot of dinosaur kills of humans. And that could have been really exciting for audiences if at least like a dozen people got killed by dinosaurs. That would have been insane. And that's one of the reasons why Jurassic Park works so well is because the kills are awesome and it's intense. And you didn't have that in this because the two characters survive. So nobody got killed by a dinosaur in this film. That's something that I think if they had a bigger cast, it would have improved it so much more to have that exciting, intense, disturbing action and gore of dinosaurs killing humans. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Because this movie, what, what's it rated? Because it felt like... It's got to be PG-13. It's got to it be. Probably There's is. no gore. Let me, let me check. Yeah, it's PG-13. Because even though there's cool some cool action sequences, it felt kind of like... A kid's movie at times yeah. in terms of the, the writing and the filmmaking because I didn't even think that, about that, that no one was killed by a dinosaur that was the, movie. That was, for me, the biggest problem with the film that you have dinosaurs and humans and no humans got killed by dinosaurs. But that's the problem you run into when your, stories ha your story has two characters. They can't get killed. They're going to survive. And so nobody's going to get killed by dinosaurs. That was... Just such a misstep. Yeah, so the whole stakes of them surviving was... No stakes. Obviously, like, you know I knew they were going to get out. out. I you knew they were going to get out yeah. of there. But if you have a group of 20 people, anybody can get killed. You know what I mean? That, I think it would have been so much better. I think the best part about the entire movie was actually... <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, I know what you're going to say. The um, end credits where they had basically the change in evolution of the planet and the change of... Of Earth, of how environment from yeah. you know the ancient dinosaurs, this prehistoric world, post 
asteroid collision, how it's all on fire, and then it just changed to an ice age to, and then was it the Iron Age after that, and then turns into human humans and civilization and a city in the background. It's actually really cool. I loved it too. I really I thought it was super creative. I think it was the best part of the movie. I think it was the best part of the movie too. Same thing as Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Mor- Morbius post credits, the opening the credits, credits, the credits. Yeah, yeah the credit yeah. sequence was great. Yeah, very Stranger Things, but still really cool. I, again, I mean, I'm all for shut your brain off movies, but sometimes shut your brain off movies can be frustrating. They they yeah. do get on my. It's just so many things that you're watching. You're like, why are you doing it like this? Because it seems like a no brainer to go in the opposite direction of whatever decision is getting made. Yeah, because it's it's, yeah. it's not like it's gonna change the movie so much or change the story too much. But it's just like kind of just from an audience perspective. There's so many things that I think they could have done with the script that would have made it. Such a better film. Because even if the movie wasn't great and the story wasn't great, if there were like five cool dinosaur kills of humans, wouldn't that have been worth it? Fuck yeah. Yeah. So it was just missing so much. We got nothing. But yeah, PG-13. And then when there's three T-Rexes, yeah. it takes away the threat of the T-Rex. Why honestly. do we need more T-Rexes? If there's one T-Rex, then yeah, it's enough. scary. Have they not seen Jurassic Park? <laughs> but when there's three, it's like, it takes away the threat. Even though yeah. I think some people think like more of a of a thing, more of a, a antagonist more! means scarier. More! But honestly, the threat of just one monster is yeah. m- sometimes more terrifying than multiple. That's why I'm saying the film might have worked better if you want to just do these this solo two people. It would have worked better if it was just a t-rex stalking them that's actually a really good point because the he kills like those two t-rexes before their ship gets take takes off they're pretty easily their, too. Uh, yeah. their rescue ship the pod i'd say it was too easy but then yeah he just headshots one of them with one bullet one, but one shot but then like we have the return of the first t-rex he faced off angry if, if it was a t-rex but yeah he he's had, angry like, revenge and he's like he's got scars in his I, face i recognize the scent i'm gonna get him um, this is the guy. I, I, like I, that came out of nowhere, and that actually would would have been better. That's a great point. If the the that T Rex, it, it was like a T Rex on all fours, wasn't it? That one, yes, yeah. yes. I yeah. think it was walking on yeah. all fours at the yes. end. That that would have been yeah. Cool he chased to, them on all fours. That would have been cool if that he was just stalking them for like the majority of the film. That would have been interesting. That would have been great. But that's not what we got. Yeah, I think it was a cool ass idea. And just the execution was not there. Just a miss, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I was hoping... I I didn't think it was going to be amazing because of the spring release uh, in March. But I did have hopes that it could be really fun. And it just didn't have anything fun going on at all. So I didn't... I found it to just be disappointing. It was actually surprisingly boring, too. It was quite boring. For a 90-minute movie, it, it felt very long. Yeah. And I was honestly... Waiting, I was looking forward to it con- to conclude. Yeah, to be honest, for such a short film. Yeah, and that's just the truth. And you know, I think they know why that came out in March. But I respect the hell of them taking shots. Something interesting. Someone else trying to take a stab at the dinosaur genre, which I've been trying to see for a long time. Yeah, yeah. but you know, I think they really could have had something special here, even if it was a one-off film. I think it could have been excellent. It could have yeah. been like a an all-time. Or, 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 like, one of the best sci-fi films of the century. It could have been up there. It had like potential. Action, sci- action yeah. sci-fi. It had a potential. Yeah. It was it was there. Um, but what's your rating out of 10 of 65? Out of 10? Uh, like a 5? Yeah, I give it, I a, give it a 5. I give it a 5. Give it 2.5 out of 5 yeah, on Letterboxd. Yeah, 2.5 stars. Yeah. 5 out of 10. Yeah. Because, I mean, it, it had some cool moments. It did have some cool moments, but it just wasn't enough. Wasn't enough for me, man. Wasn't, it's never enough, man. 
Jeez. Anyways, thanks for tuning into this. Hope you liked our honest review. Review of 65. Become a patron today at patreon.com slash Raiders of the Lost podcast. You get awesome perks like access to weekly bonus episodes. Our weekly chat has now moved to Patreon only, so every patron has access to that as well every week, as well as all sorts of awesome benefits and packages and so many. tier exclusives oh, yeah. to our Patreon. So please join and help support us. Have a great day, everyone. See you next time. This episode was executive produced by our chosen one patrons, Cody Moen, Andrew Hagen, Becca Keen, Benjamin Cook, Calvin Murphy Griggs, Nicholas Martin, Darian, Tyler McFly, and Sal Koching. Our chosen one patrons are our biggest supporters. Thank you so much. Raiders of the Lost podcast is a mirror image production. Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson.